Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to Episode 8, The Power of Words. I've been thinking about the power of words my entire life. It's one of the reasons I'm an author. It's one of the reasons I'm a therapist. I was recently rereading The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis, and he talks about the effect of replacing the word unchanged with the word stagnant. What an interesting difference. Both words mean essentially the same thing, yet the word unchanged feels neutral and also could be positive. And the word stagnant is most decidedly negative. There are some other examples like saunter versus traips. When we saunter, we're walking slowly, right? But traipsing is more lively, more quick, might even be more like a skip than a walk. Or what about blissful versus content? They both mean happy, but blissful is elated, isn't it? And content is just a more peaceful happiness. The power of words basically compelled me to become an author and also a therapist. I love putting words together in a way that influences people to think or change or feel. I also love helping other people put words together in a way that helps them or others to think or change or feel. (laughs) I hope for this in my coaching or my therapy or my manuscript critiques. The words we choose in our writing and in our speaking are incredibly powerful in terms of how they affect us and the people around us. Dr. Emoto was a Japanese scientist who studied water. He made experiments that studied the effect of negative and positive words on the molecular structure of the water. So he had these jars of water and he taped labels of words or phrases on each jar. And he had positive ones like happiness, love, you are beautiful, peace, you can do it. And negative ones like hate, you disgust me, war, you fool etc. Dr. Emoto took some water from each of those jars and flash froze it so he could study the effect of the labels on the molecular structure of the water. It's really interesting. Everyone should go and Google this because it's so beautiful to see the images of this, but the water labeled with positive words and phrases form beautiful shapes and crystallization. The water labeled with negative words kind of formed sharp amorphous blobs. So I'm going to leave a link in the show notes so you can see what it looks like, but it's incredible. If that's what words are doing to water, what are they doing to people? Aren't we made up of about 60% water anyway? In 2018, there was another study conducted by IKEA with plants that showed the same results as the water study. So they had people talking to their plants in a negative kind of bullying way, and they also had people talking to other plants with compliments and loving words. You can probably guess what happened. The loved plant looked amazing and grew so beautifully. And the bullied plant looked really sick. This is also online. So you can look at the results of this. We've talked about the power of what we think and say in previous podcast episodes. Writing words by hand makes a difference. Thinking words makes a difference. Saying words makes an even bigger difference. I've been experimenting with this in session with therapy clients this last week. I'd like you to experiment with me right now. How about we say the word love together? Love. Love. 
love. As you are saying the word, I want you to really pay attention to what happens in your body when you say the word love. For me, everything kind of loosens. My shoulders relax. I feel a warmth. What happens for you? When you say the word love, what do you notice is physically happening in your body? I love this exercise because we aren't even talking about how our thoughts are affected, but it's all inextricably connected, right? Try experimenting with other words. Say the word ocean. Ocean. (laughs) What happens inside your body when you say the word ocean? This will be different for everyone, right? If you love the ocean, you may feel a rush of peace. I almost feel a wave crashing over me when I say the word ocean. But it's a friendly wave. I adore the ocean. This is a magical tool, right? If you're feeling frustrated or anxious, you can say a word like love or pancakes, and then your body will immediately react and calm down or help you feel happier. Words are powerful. That's my challenge to you. Notice when you're feeling out of sorts or uncreative or grumpy and say the word love out loud. Or if you're with people and you're embarrassed to be saying random words aloud, think them really hard. (laughs) What do you notice? Does it help you? Are you more able to go about your day in the kind of mood that helps you be productive? Knowing our bodies react to positive words in this way should help us understand how our bodies are affected by negative words or thoughts in our brains. When I was in sixth grade, I learned the impact of words in a really tough way. Sixth grade was definitely my worst year ever. I was 5'8", actually how tall I am right now, and 90 pounds. So I had kids calling me toothpick and kids calling my hair bird's nest, which I actually wouldn't mind now that I'm almost 48, but when I was 11, it was devastating. I had kids calling me four eyes because I had glasses, and I also had braces, which I thought were so beautiful because they sparkled. I wanted to smile so everyone could see the sparkle. And frankly, I was super surprised and shocked when people teased me about the braces. I thought they were just so pretty. (laughs) So I had all the things, incredible tallness, tangled curly hair, glasses, and braces. And on top of it all, I was extremely shy. I had multiple groups and people telling me I was unworthy, and it really hurt. But I also had parents who were telling me I was wonderful. Their positive feedback and positive words really counteracted the negativity. Now I have a much better understanding of my sixth grade experience. Now that I've raised five sixth graders and been a therapist for over 20 years, I better understand how the words of those kids affected me. I kind of shrunk into myself, got more introverted. But the words of my parents also affected me and helped me. So I would love for you to pay attention to your words, the words you say, the words you hear, the words you write, the words you read. Notice how each word affects you physically. Notice how the words affect you emotionally. Notice what you're feeling. Notice what you're thinking and be intentional. Again, say the word ocean if you're feeling a bit anxious or hamburger if you'd prefer. (laughs) When you are communicating with other people, choose words that will uplift Be intentional about how you phrase things and your tone of voice. You can say something like, that sounds fun, in a sincere way. Or you can say something like, sounds fun, in a sarcastic way. Our tone matters. When we say negative things in a negative way, it not only impacts the other person we're talking to, but it impacts us and probably any water or plants that are in the vicinity. (laughs) 
We have a powerful negative impact when we speak negatively because words matter. And the way we approach words and tone is powerful for our relationships. Words are powerful connectors. I made a decision a few years ago to tell strangers all of my positive thoughts about them. It sounds kind of crazy, right? But I noticed myself thinking, oh, I love her hair, or those nails are cool, or nice shoes, or nice tie. I always just thought those things in my head. Then I noticed how I feel when other people compliment me on my hair or my earrings or anything. I feel good. I feel warm. I feel noticed. So I don't rein my compliments in anymore. If I'm thinking something nice, I make an effort to say it. I've seen so many surprised and delighted smiles because of it. So don't refrain from complimenting someone if you're thinking something nice. Don't be afraid to voice your positive thoughts. They will only help you and other people. Go out there, write bravely, speak bravely. Your words are powerful. Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.